My name's Katie. I'm Sam. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Two Ghouls Podcast. There is no way that I'm that drunk. That I'm so scared and I'm really high. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just stop moving the fucking flashlight! (laughs) And die. That's how you would die. Definitely worse ways, though. But they only want to shove you if you give them permission. And his rib cage was protruding from his skin. Oh my god. I'm like, hey, freaking brother. <laughs> that little sucker sunk its fangs right into my hand here. Like, meow, meow, but. Bitch. Hi. We're back. I'm so happy. This is so. Serotonin is being brought to my brain. I'm so happy. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm so happy to have you back. I'm happy to be back. Why you had to leave. (sighs) I just, from the time of our last time being together on the podcast to now, I feel infinitely closer to you. So unbelievable. I I, I thought we were close before. Me too. I was like, oh yeah, that's my sister. But then this fucking happened and I'm like, no, that's my sister. Till grave, bitch. Till grave. That's what I'm fucking You don't get to leave me. You don't get to fucking leave me. I'm going to look, okay, I'm going to look for you, Brenna, and Joey. Joey. Where are y'all at? And you're going to find me with your little spirit bulbs and we're just going to be flying through the black abyss. But at least we'll know we're together. Just like we did in this life. Yeah. But anyway, I brought a roll of toilet paper in case I cry. And for for you guys that don't know, I'm not a crier. I'm I'm not a crier. Like it takes me a lot to cry. But bitch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the past you know three weeks, the past three months, or not three months, but a month, I've been crying. And um, thank you guys for sticking around while I've been gone and while Katie and mm-hmm. I have been really, our whole family has just really been going through it. As you can see, I'm in a completely different place. Yep. yep. Um, while all of this was going on, I also was moving. So yeah, it's oh, been, it so everything deep. is so different now, which yeah. is really uncomfortable for me. Oh, and but it was just like that. It was all at once. All at it one time. All at once. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so basically tonight, we're just going to commentate on a video that I went ahead and mushed together of our Marco Polos, which I hope that you end up being okay with what I Marco Poloed or put in for Marco Polos. It I mean, wasn't anything, whatever. I, I don't think it, I put in anything that wasn't like, I took. I definitely took out a good chunk. I told you, I have like two hours of our conversations like condensed into like eight minutes. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, everything that happened. Um, so I don't know if we should say beforehand what has happened in the last few weeks. Or uh, if you- we, I mean, you've talked about it on the podcast. So, yeah, we, we absolutely can. Also, I can't see if there's even anybody here. I see that Morg Fairy comment. Uh, we got four people here and Morg Hi, Fairy everybody. Hello, Ghost of the I've Month. Missed you guys. I've missed you guys oh so God. much. You guys oh, are you have no idea. for being here. And like uh, I said, I've got my toilet paper in case I start crying. No guys, don't judge me. And this will probably be the one and only time that you ever see me fucking cry because I just don't. Oh, I'm definitely um, going to cry. <laughs> Bitch, um, I, hope, I, hope, I wish there was a way I could have had you screen this beforehand, but I don't know. Eh, I, it's whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I lived it, so. Okay. And I don't think that. Something comes up that I'm like. In the podcast, so I don't think that there's things that I put in there that would, I don't know. 
if that makes sense. I don't think we talked about anything other than like what happened. So we're yeah. just going to roll with it. Um, if you could share the Google Doc link that I have there. Yeah, I will. I just wanted to like give a preface before we get into yes. the video. For, for those of you that don't know, I kind of disappeared off of the face of the earth when it came to the podcast. Number one, I left all of the social media a couple of months ago. Uh, I'm weepy anyway. It's my birthday tomorrow and it's a big one. Oh, my my birthday was literally just a couple of days ago. My birthday was five days ago and it was a weepy one for me, too. So right there with you. I totally get it. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Um, the fuck was I saying, bitch? <laughs> You're like, everything. oh, I left a, I left a lot of the social media um, yeah. a couple of months ago because it just wasn't good for my mental health. And then um, my mom's health kind of took a turn and it took a, a turn really fast. Mm -hmm. um, she was sick with like a cold slash pneumonia for mm -hmm. like two months mm -hmm. and then was like going to urgent care to deal with that. Um and then went to her primary care doctor and they did a chest x-ray and they said, oh, you have a partially collapsed lung um, and there's something in your lung. Also, for those of you who don't know, my mom was a breast cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. She was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2017, uh, had a double mastectomy, went through chemo and all of that finished up at around the end of 2018, early 2019. Um so we thought, you know, like the whole cancer thing was just over, hmm. you know, because my mom only had cancer in one breast, but she had both of them removed because she was like, no, 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 take them both. Um, so it went from her being told from an x-ray that, you know, hmm. there was a nodule in her lung and her primary care doctor told her it looks like cancer. And then an ambulance got called. To this house this is my parents house mm -hmm. old um because my mom had aspirated um she was trying to eat and she had aspirated wasn't able to breathe when the ambulance got here her oxygen was at 15 percent jesus christ and um she ended up hospitalized and she was okay and they were trying to figure out a treatment plan she had had a heart attack she had aspirated and then before you knew it, she was on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. She didn't come off of um, until she passed. Hmm. So um, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened. A lot of um, thank you, Susan. Susan, mm -hmm. so sweet. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened and apparently Katie has just kind of put it into like one little video so that we don't have to talk. Yes. Bitch, I was like, um, I feel like I this do it. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. I feel like this is going to be even more emotional than me just like talking about it because I'm going to end up like reliving it. So like I said, if I'm crying and my wake up, my makeup wipes off of my nose and I have just like a red Rudolph nose, then you guys just get oh over God. it, you know? What was Let's I going to see? Say? <clears throat> oh, um, were you gonna were you gonna say something? I was gonna say something, but I lost my train of thought. Oh, the videos that I'm about to show you guys are literally while we were experiencing all of this. These were the messages this that we while were while it was happening. While it was happening, so this may be really triggering for you. Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention as well. Trigger warning to everyone that um, has lost a parent because this is going to be one heavy episode. But um, 
I don't know. It's just been, dude, this whole experience has just flipped me upside down and it's been amazing and it's been really horrible. Um, I told Danny that the other night. It has been the most heartbreaking. Like, this is where I understand. Hi, hi, Spencer. I almost called you River because your last name is Rivers and my daughter's name is River. (laughs) Hi, Spencer. I miss you too. You're so sweet. Um, the hell was oh I told Danny literally like a night or two ago. So many things have changed for the positive um in a very short amount of time. You know, like we moved and we no mm-hmm. longer have um any housing instability issues that we have to worry about or financial issues that we have to worry about. That that stuff's all gone and it went away like yes. that, you know? Yes. And it's mainly because my dad asked um, asked me to come home. Mm-hmm. And this was while my mom was still in the hospital and, you know, we were expecting her to come mm-hmm. home. Uh, he asked me to come home and asked me to bring the kids and bring Danny, obviously, for all of us to move in yeah. together because he said, I don't know how I'm going to get through this without mm-hmm. you. And I'm, I'm the mom. I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I've had to be the mom to my mom plenty of times before. So it was just kind of like he was like, I don't know how I'm going to take care of her. I don't know how I'm going to mm-hmm. take care of myself. I don't know how I'm going to take care of the house, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so all of all of the housing insecurity, the financial instabilities, stuff like that all really went out the window. But it's still heartbreaking at the same time, because no matter the positives, it's like I still lost my mom. Yeah which is just devastating to say the least. There's no words that describe it. Oh, mom's Hey, I'm going to start crying already. (laughs) And my camera's like tilting back, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I guess just without further ado, but before I do, I want to say thank you for being so open because I feel Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, a lot of... It's very vulnerable. It is. It is very vulnerable. And... um, we we choose to be that way with you with our listeners just because we we really believe that you know what we're going through might might help people that listen and want oh you know, yeah alone that, so and they- that reminds me actually um <clears throat> I wanted to give a disclaimer that um this is gonna bother me I just have to tilt it down um also if my fan if you can hear it you guys let me know in the chat let me know and i can turn it off your camera is perfect by the way thank you (laughs) um i want to give a disclaimer i understand that for some people the things that katie and i have done so soon after my mom passed away is like why would you do that Mm. you know like ill weird why did you do that Mm -hmm. um Anybody is completely entitled to their opinion. It's my mom. It's my mom. Yep. And what I can also tell you is the last thing that Danny ever said to my mom was, and you better haunt the shit out of us. Yeah. Because she promised my whole life that if anything were to ever happen to her, that she would make herself known and that she would always be around. And it wasn't just like, I'll be around, you know. She was like, if there's a will and there's a way for me to show you that I'm there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Yep. So I'm, I'm giving this disclaimer. This might not be what you would have chosen to do for your family, and that's fine. And you can judge me or Katie all mm-hmm. you want for doing what we did. Um, 
and you might think that we're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for doing it. I don't give a fuck. My mom, I'm allowed to do what I want. And I gave Katie consent for everything that she did. She asked me beforehand and I straight up told her at one point. So I just wanted to give that disclaimer. If you think it's weird, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah, I guess that's good. I guess we can just go from here because bitch. All right. I'm going to share my screen. Oh, yeah, you do it. I was almost about to do it. Don't. Sorry. My internet's going to go out again. Here we go. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Peace with her being at peace. I like put it. Peace with her being at peace. Perfect. And knowing that she's with me in whatever sense, whatever that means. She's, and she would never leave me. She would never, if she, if there's any possibility in any sort of afterlife, any sort of energy, any sort of separate plane of existence, she would fight tooth and nail through death and everything to be here for me. I just, I will never forget the doctor coming in there and talking to her and, and being like, Miss Vicky, you have a lot going on and you have lung cancer and there's a really large mass in your lung. And my mom sat up in the bed and she's like hoarse and whispering on oxygen. And she's like, come on, roll me down wherever we need to go. Let's start treatment. Let's do it right now. 6.30 or something yesterday came out here and I was talking out loud and I said, mom, it's okay. We're going to be all right. It's all right. Everything's going to be okay. And it's okay for you to let go. And I felt like I got hit with a ton of bricks in the best way possible because I felt overwhelmed and consumed by peace. And then Danny came out here at like seven 15, 720, something like that, called your mom because he was like, I'm worried about Christy. I said, go call her. I was like, go call her. He said, okay. I sent him her phone number. He comes out here. We talked to her for like five minutes. Your mom said she got off the phone with Danny and she turned to my mom and she said, that was Danny. He was calling to check on me and I told him that everything was all right. And I think she said that she was doing something on her phone. And it was like two minutes after Danny called. And my mom, my mom was gone. First day I go into ICU and she's on the ventilator. Her nurse's name, Rhiannon. That's Rain's middle name. And she's named after the Fleetwood Mac song. So I was like, I was smelling grandpa's cologne in the hospital room when I was there. I have a text message, which I can go back. I was in the hospital and I texted him and I said, I'm smelling my grandpa's cologne. And your mom told me that she had felt the same thing and smelt it too. Oh my God. Yesterday, uh, before my mom died, uh, I was out here and I was talking to her and I was out here with Danny and damn if this neighbor back here, there was a groundhog in their yard. My mom loves groundhogs. 
those stupid fat little fuckers. And I texted Christy and I said, there's a groundhog in my neighbor's yard. I've never seen a groundhog out here. I have deer in my yard all the time. I had a bunny run by yesterday. I got these fat ass squirrels over here. I see them all the time. I've seen a skunk out here. I've seen fox out here. I've never seen a groundhog. Also, when I went over to my parents' house day before yesterday, she's got random purple grape hyacinths popping up in her yard, which she also loves those flowers. All of this is fucking weird. Today, when I was at my parents' house, I have a video of it. I took a video of it because I was like, this is fucking weird. The cable box was going nuts. It had like an H in the front on the cable box. Like, you know, like the digital part where it normally like shows the channel or the time and H on the front. And then it was going through numbers up to 1000. It was counting up from one all the way up to 1000 and when it hit a thousand it start over and it was doing it over and over and over again so i go to the garage i throw this trash bag in the pile with all of the other trash bags there must have been a toy or something inside of one of those trash bags in the garage because once i put the other trash bag down which i didn't put it on top of any other trash bags but i must have it must have hit something, hit some toy. And it started singing, here we go around the mulberry bush. And I was like, and at first it started out like really soft. And I stopped in my tracks because I was walking back into the house. And I was like, what is that noise? And I like peeked my head back into the garage. And I heard it. Shut up. I told you. It did not. Sing. Here we go around the mulberry bush. I swear. Last night I felt like I genuinely felt like she had her hand on my shoulder to the point where I was like this. Like I was holding on top of her hand on my shoulder. I've had this candle lit. Uh and I had it lit last night and it was fucking weird because the flame I was talking to her and I would stop talking and like and it would just go nuts. It was just going nuts and now it's just calm. I'm just gonna say I have an EMF detector. I could pull it out and ask her if she's here. And if that bitch went off, I would literally be sent into the other room. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm already convinced that it's her. That has sent, I mean, dude, I wish you could see my arms right now. I have, I have waves of chills just going like down. I'm like, it's her. I know. I I know. I said it sounds insensitive, but like at the same time, Sam and I are convinced that it's fucking her. Danny too. Doesn't bother me. You don't have to worry about being insensitive. Um, because I think that if you got a response, I feel like that would bring me a lot of peace. I think it would bring you peace too. Um, and if you didn't, then you know, she's resting. And that's all. It's okay. It's okay. Because, you know, she suffered for a long time. For a long, long time. She was never the same after her parents died. She was never the same. And after her breast cancer.
never the same. It traumatized her and that almost killed her. And she was isolated and so by herself and depressed and she dealt with anxiety for the first time in her life um, when she was going through breast cancer and it never went away. Play Don't Stop. By okay, Alexa. Play Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac. Is I'm Vicky here? Oh my god, Stranger Things vibes. Oh wait, you wouldn't get that. <laughs> Why did the music stop? At the same time the meter went off. Sonny's Alexa just turned off. <laughs> Yo! The Wi-Fi network, Joey and Katie, does not appear to be connected to the internet. She just turned off our fucking internet, bro! Do it for the video. I'm trying to take a video so I can show Joey, Sam. <gasps> Joey, no, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> you turned on the music. You turned on the music. You turned on the music. It's going on again. Oh my god. Wait, do that one more time, Aunt Vicky. Oh my god. Craziest paranormal experience I have ever had. That is insane. Wow. I I don't even Music keeps turning on and off, bitch. Danny told her one of the last things that he told her, which I told him to tell her before he left the hospital. I said, you make sure to tell her to haunt me. And he told her, and you better fucking haunt us. <laughs> that was the last thing that he said to her. Danny said that uh, the power went out at my dad's house. Been very windy here today, though. It's calmed down now. But um, we went upstairs, and Danny went to go open the front door to go get the EMF detector because it got delivered today. I started walking up the stairs and the lights in the kitchen flickered twice. And both him and I were like, okay. And then I went into the bathroom to go pee and the lights flickered once when I was in the bathroom. My dad, he was like, I showed him the videos and he was like, that's weird. My dad is a nuclear physicist. A big part of his job was electromagnetic fields and doing all of that stuff. He admitted, he said, that was really weird and that's unexplainable. And I was like, well, what do you think about like the music going out or like her internet cutting out? And he was like, yeah, that's pretty weird. And he said, he said that up here, that there could be a lot of interference because we live in a highly populated area and we live where a lot of things go on. He was like, up here, that might be harder. But he was like, Katie and Joey out in boonies. Like, I don't know what could have caused that. Mom, I'm going to play the song that you gave me when I was a kid. You want me to play the song? The lights just flickered. It's literally only doing stuff after, like as a response. It's not doing anything else at any point in time.
Mom, can you touch that thing that has that green light on it? Can you try and put your hand on it? And focus your energy and try and put it into that thing that has that green light on it? I love you, Mom. Thank you for doing that. We have to save this, Marco. That's so crazy. I know that it's really hard to get your energy into that thing. But thank you for doing that. We, we love you so much. We love you. And we miss you. But we're alright. Are you okay over there? Is your daddy there? Is your mama there? Is April there? Are all your cats there? Can you try and squeeze that thing that has that green light on it? <laughs> Can you try and get it to the red? Can you really try to focus your energy if you need to take a second and focus your energy to try and get it to the red? I'm about to say something about Mom. Huh, I already know. I'm really upset that the last conversation that you and I had was about <laughs> if Dr. Phil was a real doctor or not. <laughs> what do I have to say about that? Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Because she was right. Yeah, you were right. You were right. Why did you stop our song? Did you stop the music the other night at Katie's at Katie's house? Have you been with your sister? Hmm. Did you have anything to do with all those those lilies? that were grandmas? Did you have anything to do with all of those blooming? Look at that! Oh, <laughs> Chrissy told me about that she had taken slips of grandma's lilies after uh, grandma and grandpa passed away. She planted them in her yard. And she was like, one day there was like two blooming and the next day there was 20. And then the dick, look, the day <laughs> that my mom died and Chrissy got home, they were in full bloom just like a month early mom i found the baby book that you had for me i found the baby book that you had for me i found that um two days ago and it said that you almost named me ashley nicole and you also said her favorite food was chicken nuggets Yes, yes. Mom, can you really try and focus your energy and light it all the way up to red? I know that it's really, really hard, but can you take a minute and try and really harness your energy to put your hand on top of that and get it to light all the way up to red? 
can you do me one more thing? And then we'll let you, and then we'll let you go. Can you make it light up three times? Insane. Wow. Oh, I love you, Mom. We love you. I don't doubt it for a second. Because I already know. I didn't need that thing to tell me. I already know. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I already know. <laughs> don't yell at me. I already know. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Piss her off. Tell her that Dr. Phil's not a real doctor. <laughs> That'll piss her off. <laughs> I just I found a lot of peace in talking to her and knowing that she's here. And listen, today is today. Tomorrow I might be in hysterics again. And that's okay. And I told my dad last night, I said, it comes in waves. And you have to feel it in waves. You just can't get stuck in the riptide. The wave comes in. You feel it for what it is. And it passes. And then there's the lull. And you're just bobbing around. Hanging out. And here comes another one. And maybe that one was bigger than the last one. And you feel it. And you get over the hump. And your stomach goes up. And you're like, oh. And then it's gone. You know, I have too many people counting on me for me to get stuck in that riptide. I'm not going to force myself to not feel my feelings. If I end up in a puddle on the kitchen floor like I did yesterday for 15 minutes, for an hour. If I end up in the shower hysterically sobbing for 30 minutes, it is what it is. But I'm going to pick myself back up off the kitchen floor or I'm going to step out of the shower. I'm going to put my towel on and I'm going to go, I need to get that out. She's up there. She's protecting us. She's guiding us. We're learning in this life. I don't know what we're learning and what we're doing here, but we are here to live life to the best, grow and love each other. And she's up there waiting for us. I don't know where, but she's somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Hmm. Somewhere. Yeah. Let me let's let's look through the comments. Um <clears throat> Oh, Chrissy said right after he called, talking about right after Danny called. Oh yeah. <laughs> Vicky and Pop Pop were going around the mulberry bush, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Jesus. Somewhere up there. And it was I Oh, it was we kept smelling his cologne it was weird and it was the last time that i was in the hospital before she ended up on life support weird so. it's weird and, man i wish i could like search you know how like on facebook messages you can search like keywords can, yes. like, can you do that in text messages like yes if you go straight you to your messages where there's where the all of them are lined up if you scroll up there should be a search bar Okay. I know. I've, I've found your address that way without having to ask so many times. I've been like, okay. Oh. Or like old photos. Is, is it working? Hold on. 
Uh, yes, I'm drinking a two liter. Again, I'm drinking a beer. So <laughs> this is so shitty. How do you spell cologne? Colon. Oh, uh, C O C O L O N G E G N E. Something like Cologne. Oh, I found it. I found it. Is it his this cologne? On. Oh. No, I'm like searching in my text messages when I was talking to Danny. March 22nd. Oh, yeah. So this was seven days before my mom died. Seven mm-hmm. days before my mom died. And I'm I'm talking about the doctor walking in and how I was like, I was like, I'm having a panic attack, trying to focus on breathing. Not good is what the doctor is saying. Not good, question mark. And I said, yeah. I said, walking outside, I'm going to call you. Can you please update Katie and Joey? Tell her I'm going to call Christy when I get home. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, where is it? Where is it? I'm talking about a medical bill. Let's see. Let me turn the ring light off. It says, I keep smelling my grandpa's cologne. Oh, my God. And look, let me show you. If I scroll back to where the date is. Oh, my God. Y'all are just reading our text messages. March 22nd. I told you I could go back in my text messages and find it. Did oh my god! I this whole experience from start to finish from to now has been just wild. Right, everything has been just insane, insane shit. Like it's just I don't know. And and like I felt really insensitive for this, but like no, I feel like we it brought me a lot of peace. We were able to grieve. Uh, like because we were able to to see that she was at peace and i uh, well and what people are talking about in the chat is that like maybe spirit is like most active right after they pass which that would not surprise me at all and it would make sense because she was a little bit more responsive on the night that um remember she was always going to yellow whenever we asked her questions on the first night seemed like her energy was stronger we mentioned that on marco polo i think and um then the night i think it was like two or three days later Mm y'all's EMF detector came in the mail from Amazon and y'all used it and it was however many days past she had passed. Yeah, because you you did it at your house the day after she had passed and then I got mine like two days later. So it was like three or four days. Yeah, and I cut out a couple of parts where she just didn't answer but you could tell that her energy was still there but it was kind of like it felt more like a struggle. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that would make sense for them to be more responsive directly after the fact versus I guess a few days later. Yeah. That would make sense. But you know what? Like all of the things, this is going to sound really morbid. And I've told, I think I've told you this. I've told Danny this and I told Christy this too. Katie's mom. If y'all don't know, Christy is Katie's mom. Whoopsie. Um, I, when, when my mom went to her primary care doctor and looked at her x-ray, I had a premonition three days before that happened that my mom was going to die i told danny about that i told you after the fact but i told danny 
the day that my mom called me and told me what her what her doctor said, mm-hmm. I was hysterical. That was when I did the most grieving was mm-hmm. before she even died because I already saw it. And like what I saw in the hospital is what I saw in that like premonition, mm-hmm. which was her on life support. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it was devastating to get that phone call three days later, wasn't even in the hospital. And damn, for those of y'all who don't know, I'm sure that there's plenty of you who always like saw my mom in the comments of, of like yeah. the live streams and stuff. My mom, yeah. people think that I'm hard headed. She was hard headed. <clears throat> But so headstrong, so prideful, so strong in general, you know, she was just like, let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's do whatever I need to do. You know, the the last time that I saw her when she wasn't on a ventilator, she was telling a doctor, you know, like, roll me down there right now. Hook me up to the chemo right now. I don't care. I've got three granddaughters that I have to live for. Yep. Um. But there was a lot of really weird things. So the she went in the ambulance and then I went there the next morning because that's when my dad called me and told me. Uh, and when I when I got there, her nurse's name was Gladys, which mm-hmm. is me and Katie's maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. our grandma on our mom's side is yeah. Gladys. So my mom's mom. Yeah. Her nurse's name was Gladys. Mm-hmm. And I haven't talked about this publicly, but um, so my mom had lung cancer. She aspirated. She had a heart attack and they wanted to do an endoscopy um, to see like what was going on with like her stomach Mm -hmm. and stuff because she wasn't able to keep food down, which is why she ended up aspirating. And so they did the endoscopy and that's when she stopped breathing. Uh, which is why she ended up on the ventilator to begin with. Mm-hmm. Gladys is the one who called me. She was like, I don't know if a doctor has called you and told you. And I'm like, nobody's called me. Mm. So Gladys is the one that called me and told me that my mom was in ICU. And I sent my dad and Danny up there because I was in hysterics. I couldn't drive. I was shaking. And then I go there the next morning, see my mom in ICU, fall to the floor, I'm on my knees, hysterical, and the nurse walks in. She says, hi, I'm Rhiannon. I'm, I'm your mom's nurse for today. And I'm like, what? What's your? What did you say your name was? She was like, Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know it's, pr- it's pretty hard to pronounce. I was like, no, that's my youngest kid's middle name. That's insane. She was like, really? Insane. Yeah. Weird. So weird. And it just kept going. I mean, even after snowballing. Yes. And it's like, I I was wondering when I was making that Marco, I was like, we had so many instances where Sam would Marco Polo me and she'd be like, dude, the lights just flickered. Danny's texting me that he's over playing pool with my dad right now. And that the lights are flickering over there or that she could be, or that they could sense her presence. And I was like, this is just wild to me. And it's over back to back. Katie, you, you talk about being over here. Like when? in this house. Oh, <laughs> can we talk because, about when we went into her room? 
Well, let me just preface this. I've I've talked about this house on the podcast before. Yes. This is where some of the most scary shit in my life has ever happened. And there yep. is an entity here that is not my mom. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was with that way before. You but walk yeah. into my mom's room and it's God. Katie, you you, mm. say it. you know that feeling you get when you're like you're going on a roller coaster. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, you're going over the hill and then you go down, but your body still wants to go up. That's the That's feeling just- I had walking that that like uh g feeling whatever that is zero g or feeling is what it, like, yeah. yeah whatever the fuck that feeling of being pulled up and pulled down at the same time happened when you walked in that room and, and it was it, as it, soon as you it's as soon as yes, you step yes, over the threshold i mean you walk in the door and it just hits you you're like ooh, mm-hmm. right in my chest like i can feel the energy in here i it's it's indescribable and everything was exactly as she had left it that day yeah, we haven't we haven't uh, it's still like that i i haven't yeah. touched anything no i can't i can't yet there's a lot on my plate um and yeah. i just i'm not ready for that yet mm-hmm. well i'll get there and i'll have to get there relatively soon but it's just yeah yeah tough but we have been super close since all of this has occurred, I, we went from thinking that we were like uber close to like, now I can't, I, 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 I don't even know how to describe it. Like we're so close now from everything that's been going on that I, I know for a fact that my kids and her kids are going to grow up together and they're going to have years of memories together. Like we are like this now we are stuck at the hip. Glue. You're sleeping on my couch on the weekend. Yeah, it, I've been sleeping on her couch a couple times the past couple of weeks, and we've been, you know, over there and just hugging each other and playing pool or the lack thereof because I don't play. But <laughs> we all have just been like enjoying each other's company, and I cannot tell you how many times your dad looked over at us and was like, "Just this is amazing. Thank you for I'm being." I'm so here. happy that y'all are here. I know. And he said, family, your mother, she said, her mother really taught me that family is everything. You told me the same thing. You know, and he says it so many times a day now. He's giving me the biggest hugs and he means it. And it's just been as sad as the circumstances have been. I just, I just never have felt closer and I've never felt. Duality. That's the only way to explain it. It's not a yin and yang. It's not oh balance because I mean some other people might like if they were looking at it from an outsider's perspective, it would be like oh it's the balance of life or it's yin and yang, whatever. For me, it's duality. And when I think of duality, I think of the song by Slipknot called Duality, and it's just like things are allowed to be absolutely depraved mm-hmm. and heartbreaking and terrible and good at the same time. And it's so fucked. It's a mind fuck to think about how you could be happy about anything when something so bad has happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. But for me, it is still really difficult for me to accept the reality of my mom being gone. I mean, there's been so many times where like I hear the door open, somebody's walking in the house or like just in general. And I feel like I hear my mom's voice Mm -hmm. and I'm like, 
just waiting for her to like show back up. And for those of you that don't know, my birthday was five days ago. Yeah. Um, and I turned 30. 30. And I, I can't believe that I've lost a parent at, I lost her when I was 29 before I turned 30. Yeah. I was like spending my 30th birthday without my mom. Yeah. It feels wrong and it feels unfair. But then I, I look at the – and this is not me trying to come off as, like, selfish or anything like that. I just have to recognize the positives in my life to not get overwhelmed mm. by the overwhelming negative. Is that, like, look at look at my three beautiful children. Yeah. Look at my husband. Look at, look at us and look at our kids playing together. Oh, you know, like – Whole thing ever. <sighs> And my, I still have my dad, and I, we're all so close, and that's that's I all I could ask for. It's still heartbreaking that my mom's not here. Yeah. And oh my god, if, if she was here she and this was happening, out. she would be no, she'd oh, be hysterical every time that you guys came. Oh here, she'd be, I can't believe that they're playing and they're, they're on the trampoline, and I would be like, yeah, I know, and we'd both just be boohoo crying, and you'd be like, god, my mom with the criers. <laughs> we fed off of each other too <laughs> let me tell you but oh my god that's all i think whenever i'm over there i'm like she would be doing backflips right now you know yeah. i'm gonna go pee really quick and then we can, we can keep talking i'm gonna read the chat while you're gone <clears throat> wow so sexy wow so lovely don't y'all <laughs> don't y'all love her new background she just got this new bedding and she's like sent me a picture the other day and was like look and i think it was before the uh i think before the pillows were there but she had like placed the pillow covers like flat on the bed and i was like oh my god and i already knew that the computer was in there so i knew that, that was gonna be our new streaming background and i was so excited because i was like y'all are gonna fucking love this and she's got you can't see it right now but when she has the camera tilted up you can see that she has a bunch of like witchcraft signs above the closet and everything um yeah this episode has been really a lot but i feel like bringing i don't know bringing attention to everything that's been happening and really telling you guys and being honest with you about everything that's been happening has just been i just can't imagine us doing it any other way like since this podcast has begun i genuinely feel like this was meant to happen my mom tells me all the time she's like caitlin caitlin she says caitlin and i'm gonna wait for sam to come back actually hold on she's sitting back down in her chair getting her headphones on. I was going to say that um, my mom was like, Caitlin, don't you think this has happened for a reason? My mom's a big believer in God. And I know oh, she means yeah. all the time. We're not, we're not here to fucking shit on Christianity tonight, guys. No. But <laughs> my mom, oh. <laughs> <laughs> mom's still watching. I didn't think she was still here. Um, my, my dad has said, oh, well, you know, I believe in God's plan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he said that to me. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, okay. But you know, you, you take it for what it is. Cause you know it. And that's what, that's what they genuinely feel. And, um, mom was like, I just really feel like you and Sam coming together doing this podcast. And then all of this happened and you know, everything just works out. And now look at the kids together and look at what our family was before. Like our family was very broken. We have two mm -hmm. uncles. That 
I see you. If yeah. You're this hoe. <laughs> your mom's here. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, mom. No, Stop. you're not. <laughs> Don't yell at me. <laughs> That's what Sam says. Don't yell at me. But she was like, I really just feel like this is a divine thing. I think that this was meant to happen. And God damn it. I agree. I don't Listen, think that I agree on the same topic that she does, but there's something up there my, that's bigger than us. And we got My dad has said, you know, like he believes in God's plan and he believes in the Christian God, yeah. but he also believes in the big bang. He, yeah. he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. So he yep. believes with what he was raised in, but he's like, you know, it might just be like a universal karmic thing that mm. things aligned. And it's really hard for me to admit that, like, my mom was supposed to die for anything to happen. I know I that like- I don't I <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not oh. going to you're not going to get me to admit that the universe or karma or God yeah that that was supposed to happen for any of this other stuff to happen yeah um but i do think that things have fallen into place that the way the way that they were supposed to in response to my mom getting really sick and my mom passing i don't think that she had to pass for these things to have happened no i think that the universe god karma whatever mm-hmm. aligned things in the way that they were supposed to be i agree I agree. in the aftermath which it was still it, it's still a lot it's still not good i mean like having to move <sighs> while you're also planning your mother's cremation mm. um and then having <sighs> I'm going to say this on the podcast. I'm not going to say any fucking names, but I'm going to say this on the podcast so that if there's, if this person is listening, know that I'm side-eyeing the fuck out of you to be moving, number one, Mm. and planning my mom's cremation. And I'm at my parents' house, literally at the computer and doing the consent forms for my mom's body to be picked up from the hospital and doing the consent forms for her to be cremated. And I get a phone call telling me, I know that you said that there was like 1-800 junk coming to like take care of some antique furniture and stuff. But if there's anything of value that, you know, you think is worth some money, Send me pictures and let me know and I'll come get it. And this person is not close to me, not on good terms with me, had the nerve to say that to me. This is the one thing about death. It comes out the woodwork. Look at Katie's face. She's like, people show their true colors in times of need. And it's, it, it shows you a lot. Chrissy's like, huh? Nobody that you know, Christy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> She'll Nobody probably be asking you know. about that later. <laughs> you can tell her too. Oh, yeah. I guess I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Um, oh. And there's plenty of people that, that haven't called me. The majority of people haven't called me, haven't texted me, haven't done anything. No. 
Um, I could say more, but I'm holding my Yeah, I could too. But you know what I mean? (laughs) But alas, we've been stuck like glue. And I told her I would be there with her through all the hardships because she's my family. She's my cousin. She's my sister. Well, and I'll be there for you too. I'll be there for everything. I don't, if I'm going out of Wi-Fi, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Okay. But that's what's been amazing to me is that honestly it's been mind-blowing seeing the people that haven't reached out to you or haven't said something but i'm not gonna sit here and i'm not gonna shit on that and i'm not gonna say that because that's not what i wanted i don't have time to care about it but like the the people people who haven't the people who haven't know that i that i'm i know i'm doing that and i'm not holding on to it but like let me let me see you and you pretend like everything's fine and i'm gonna be like why didn't you reach out to me after my mom died yeah like You could have texted me. You could have called me. But I'm not thinking about it every day. I don't have time for that. In the same respect, on the other side of the token, it's been amazing to see the people that have reached out and have met. And there's been so many wonderful people. And it's just been, I don't know. It's just been amazing. It's an amazing thing to see who hasn't reached out and the uh, the ones that have. I'm like, oh, you guys are amazing. Well, and that's why, like, I've. I've always said like your mom was an angel to our family because for those of y'all who don't know, um, Katie's mom is a nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was at a place where I, I physically, it wasn't even like emotionally. It was, I physically could not be there when my mom passed Mm -hmm. because I don't think that I would have, been able to continue on with my life think the things that i saw i still have nightmares about every single night i have like blips in my vision of it coming up every single day and um christy's mom is a nurse and and that doesn't make it any easier because there's a difference between watching people pass and like um in a clinical setting where that's your job and there's a difference there's a difference between that and it being your family um but christy was there for our our family because danny danny had agreed with me that um that if christy couldn't be there that he would have been there and his plan was to stay and Mm -hmm. um when he saw her the last time he couldn't and and christy can vouch too he was hysterical um and it's just hard decisions to hard decisions to make it's just like I can't even imagine. I I already feel like I need therapy, you know. I and I yeah. can't imagine, yeah, having to have watched that. I, but what I can say, and this is still hard for me to talk about, and this is what goes through my head when I have like my mm-hmm. nightmares and, mm-hmm. um, like intrusive thoughts and stuff. <clears throat> when my mom was still on the ventilator, and this was. A day or two before Christy came up here, so a day, a, a day or two, a, a day or two before she died, and they took her off of the ventilator. Um, my dad and I went to the hospital, hmm. and this was the last time that I went. Um, and uh, Katie, you can vouch for me. You went there and talked to my mom. She did not wake up. 
Mm-mm. She was on the ventilator. She was heavily medicated. She did not wake up when you talked to her, mm-hmm. when Joey talked to her, mm-hmm. when Danny talked to her. Yep. God forbid I came into her, her ICU room and her eyes would shoot open. She'd wake up and she'd get into a panic. Yep. I told, I told your mom this stuff too. Yep. But, and it would make me panic because, um, and the way that your mom explained it to me is just like every time that they wake up when they're on the ventilator, it's like they're waking up to realizing that there's a tube down their throat yeah. every single time. Like they don't remember yep. that they're, they're in ICU. There's a tube right. down their throat, blah, blah, blah. And it's anxiety inducing. Yeah. But this time it was different. Um, <clears throat> my dad was holding one hand and I was holding her other hand mm. and she was squeezing the hell out of both of our hands and she was trying to talk mm-hmm. um and very visibly upset and i kept telling her mom it's okay they're doing everything that they need to do you're you're on a machine that's helping you breathe and she kept shaking her head no mm-hmm. now when they originally put her on the ventilator she was shaking her head not to say no but to try and get the ventilator out. So she was going like this to try and get the tube out, which obviously wouldn't work. But there was one point where the tube came off, like the connector tube, Mm -hmm. and she couldn't breathe. That was right after they put it in. But this time she, she wasn't trying to get it to disconnect. She kept telling me, no, everything's not okay. And, like, that's the point where I knew that my mom knew what Mm. was happening. She knew. And that's when Danny went there that same day. And he said when he walked in, she had her hands in the air. Like, she was reaching out to somebody. Uh. And I never saw her lifting her arms more than this far off of the bed. I saw her trying to kick her feet and I, I, when she was panicking, I told my dad, I was like, you need to go get the nurse. She needs more meds to help calm her down. And he looked me dead in my eye and he was, he was like, she won't let me go. Mm. And she was squeezing the hell out of both of our hands. And when the nurse finally came in, there was one nurse that really pissed me off. Actually, I'm going to tell this story because I got time. Do it. There was a nurse that came in before her um, her charge nurse came in to give her like more meds. Right. I, I don't know what this nurse's name was, but she pissed me the hell off. Again, I'm on my knees next to my mom's hospital bed holding her hand. I'm panicking. My heart is coming out of my chest. I'm doing my best to hold back tears. And, like, I know that I'm going to have a mental breakdown later just from what I've already seen. And I'm just (laughs) trying to hold it together and not have my voice crack and telling my mom that it's okay so that she can hopefully calm down. Every time that I tell her that it's okay, she's shaking her head no. Mm. And I'm yelling for a nurse to come from the hallway because she also won't let my dad go, understandably. Yeah. And this one nurse comes in. And she comes over to the ventilator machine, the machine that controls her breathing and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's really upset and she is panicking. I think that you guys should give her a bolus, which is like an extra 
um, like extra dose of medication. Okay. To be able to calm her down. And she was like, well, I'm, I'm going to do a test run on the ventilator and turn it off for a second to see if she can breathe on her own. And I whipped my head around and I was like, listen, lady, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. She's not getting off of the ventilator to, and she kept talking over me. And she was what? like, no, 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 I'm just going to do a test like for like three breaths and see if she can. And I was like, listen, lady, there is no reason to do a test to see if she can breathe or not, because there's no chance of her getting off the ventilator today. Oh so God. there is no need to turn the ventilator off and do this stupid test. I'm, I'm pointing, I'm banging my hands on the, on the keyboard that's making the camera tilt back. But I was like, there's no point in doing the test of turning the ventilator off, even if it's for three breaths, because she's not getting off of the ventilator today. Yeah. And she's already panicking. And you're yeah. going to take away her oxygen source, even if it's for three breaths. She's already like, she was arching her back up off of the hospital bed, kicking her feet, squeezing the hell out of her hands and shaking her head like, no, everything is not okay. And I had to yell at that lady. And I felt terrible because I'm normally not the type that's going to yell at a nurse, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you had no idea what's going on. And I'm telling you that my mom is panicking and need some extra medication, your immediate go-to is let's turn the ventilator off. Jesus fucking Bitch, Christ. what? What the fuck? And I had to talk to her over and over and over. I had to, like, talk over her because she kept talking over kept talking me. Over you. And oh. then I had to be like, listen, you don't know what's going on, and if that's what you want to do, you need to go get her charge nurse before you hit that button. Go find her <laughs> chargers now. I can't believe And she did. And she did. And what did her charge nurse do? came into the room and gave her a bolus and calmed her down. Oh, my God. And then all the while, you know what's really fucked up is that the whole time that she was in ICU and on that ventilator, they kept telling me maybe tomorrow, you know, like tomorrow we were waiting for – um. <clears throat> They were waiting to redo the endoscopy mm -hmm. that what where she stopped breathing. Mm -hmm. They were waiting to redo the endoscopy before they even thought about taking her off of the ventilator. But they didn't tell me that until the GI doctor came back in, which mm. was like four days later or five days later. So every day they were telling me, yeah, yeah, maybe tomorrow we'll be able to take her off and hopefully tomorrow and hopefully tomorrow. So like I have this constant stringing along of yeah. hope yeah. that she's going to get off of the ventilator. And then, you know, then they tell me on like Friday or Saturday, they were like, oh, well, they're not going to take her off of the ventilator until they redo the endoscopy that ended her up in the ICU to begin with. I'm like, okay, well, when are they going to do it? Monday or Tuesday? And I'm like, what? Okay, so... And then they redid it, and then they placed a feeding tube, and she had an NG tube for a while. Uh, she had it for a day. Mm -hmm. And then and then I got the call from um, palliative care, mm. where they... they finally talked to an oncologist and said that her cancer was inoperable, untreatable. I still don't know if it was metastasized from her breast cancer. Mm -hmm. That's my mm -hmm. assumption. Yeah. Um, all I know is that Danny was there one time with my mom, but when she was still awake and the oncologist was still there and he was going like this, 
talking about the mass in her lungs. Mm. And I don't know if that was realistic, like that's how big it is. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and and at the end of the day, none of it really matters. Yeah. But what a time. That's all a blur. It all. Yeah. I, how long was she even there? Jesus, a week and a half. It was about probably. yeah, it was a little over a week, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then I y'all, remember, y'all came up here. You want to talk about that? We did. We came up here. Uh, Feifei gave. And for those of you who listen to the podcast and have been here for a while, know that Feifei is also part of the family. She's, She's been like, on the podcast before. She has. Uh, I forget what episode. I'll put in the description. But she right before we were leaving to go up there to the hospital just to visit with her she stopped and gave me a card and we had a card and i remember i got to take them both up to vicky's bed and i i read them when we were in there uh i guess i can't really speak for joey but i can say that he was having a hard time because he's also lost a parent and it was yeah. very poor um yeah. and so walking into that room for him was very triggering but he did also show his love in his own way he had a pokemon band-aid in his pocket from sunny earlier and he stuck it right on her or i stuck it right on her shoulder and uh yeah i read her her cards and then danny and i were talking to her and just saying things like remember when we went to the beach like a couple like it was like a month ago felt like months a couple months it was in january for new year's yeah Yeah, we spent new year's together and we were just three months ago balcony talking together we were playing heads up we were laughing vicky and i were crying like he was, was almost dropping the phone off the balcony the phone off of it and it was so funny and it was like pure family times and it's just all of a sudden it just came to a halt and i remember Crashing. being there in the hospital and being like no she's not gonna pass it's just gonna i don't know maybe uh she's gonna get sick again and maybe she'll make it out but for some reason in my brain i kept being like no it's okay so walking in there, I was disassociated. Right. Yeah, I was disassociated enough because I had this thing in my brain where I was like, she's going to be okay. So I got to hold her hand. I was squeezing her hand. And that's where I told her that thing that Joey and I always say. I squeezed her hand three times, many different times. And I said, Vicky, this means I love you. I said, this is how Joey and I say it to Sunny. This is how we've said it to each other the whole time. And so seeing that on the EMF detector was really wild because she did many times three blinks and then would stop and do it again. It was very weird. And um, I don't know that y'all may think we're insensitive. You may think that we are crazy, but to us, I'll be all that. I'll be all that. I'll be all that. And on pack of crackers, like fucking (laughs) sign me up. But you know what though? I, I have to say this before I forget. Mom got to hug Joey. Yeah. Okay. So y'all know Joey's not a touchy touchy guy. And as a matter of fact, we were just joking about it this past weekend and the weekend before, because every time Sam leans, like she's using her hands. If I take a step towards Joey, in the direction of Joseph, he immediately steps back. He immediately steps back. I'm a hugger. I can't help it. I know. And Sam, I'm not. I try to touch. I try. I don't try to touch myself. I almost said I try to touch myself. I try to control myself and not touch Joey. I know. I know he doesn't like it. I know. And it's been weird because he's been recently, he's been allowing me to touch him, which is a big thing. You're his wife. That's different. I know, but that's a whole big thing. And I've been relearning that he's okay with like me touching his back and 
holding his hand. But yeah, I know. I know what it's like to be like, hey, Joey, and him being like this. And you're like, what the fuck? But she got to hug him on that last trip, on that January trip. On New Year's, that midnight. We all cried about it right there in that <laughs> hotel room. And yeah, I don't know. Joey really loved her. He didn't get to know her for a long time. But the time that he did know her, he really loved her. And looked up well, guess her. what, Joey? He took me to that freaking like Airbnb house, or <laughs> she took me to that Airbnb house on the day of y'all's wedding. And I went and I picked up your shoes and Aww. all of your groomsmen's shoes. I picked them up from your for your yes. wedding. Nobody and knows. I brought Sam and guys reasons why our wedding went off the way it did. Amazing. Fun fact: I brought Katie her wedding dress, and she did. Way before I we were closed. You guys, there was the white door. You open it and you were right here. And Danny was on top of you with like your heads were like this. And you were like, hey, Hi. we got the dress. And I remember thinking that that you were just the most glorious sight. I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, it right. was so But yeah, I just, this, I don't know. This has been an interesting time. We've been flipped all the way upside down. down oh, damn. All the, up, too. All the way upside down. Yeah, and I was getting ready to say Sam, but I said, damn. That's all right. <laughs> Sam, Sam, especially. She's got the weight of the world on her shoulders, except she's doing a handstand and they're on her feet. And so it's pushing her down into the ground and her head's going like this. It feels like so, it. Yeah, just. Katie always um, calls me Atlas. And honestly, I do. I'm, like, I'm really, I'm, I'm feeling like that a lot lately. I know. I have the, I have the urge to get an atlas tattoo of just like a guy holding the yeah. earth up because i i felt like that my whole life honestly i know but also, but also but also taking care of people that would be i am i am why I is it me <laughs> i feel I like know. nobody it's takes care curse. of me it's your curse ah, it's just I, it's like i was i don't know and my dad has said this too where it's like oh, you were, now you're the matriarch. And I was like, well, I felt oh. like the matriarch already a long time ago. Right. But yeah. it's like the torch has officially been it's handed true. over. Too it's early like, bitch, bitch yeah. I can barely plan a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all are counting on me. Literally, all I can do is make sure y'all are fed, y'all are clothed, your diapers are changed, y'all are bathed, and that'll hug you. You know, like my my kids, I, I make sure that they're happy, they're healthy, that they're clean, they're fed, whatever. And then yeah. everybody else around me, it's like, I make sure that I hug you, I make sure to tell you that I love you, and I make sure to feed you. And that's it. Yeah. And is that is that not what I did this weekend when you were here? I fed you, I hugged you, and I told you I loved you. She did. She gave us like home cooked spaghetti and it was really good. And you had that thing, you had that thing going all day, right? You had to start it in the morning and it was uh, simmering or whatever. I don't know. I cooked it for like six hours. But yeah, Joey and I, she asked Joey, she's like, how was it? Because her and Joey are the cooks in the family. And uh, as a matter of fact, on another family vacation that we're going on, we've decided that they're going to go back and forth doing family dinners like each night or something. And wasn't, didn't we decide that there was going to be like a competition? No, something. we're not competing against each other. We're not competing against each other. We're just going to switch off on this. I feel like that's unfair. I agree. I think that, that that's... Plus, we're both good cooks. I mean, Joey brought me a, a jar of pickled eggs. and there He sure did. He was like, she Joey. didn't wait for the optimum time. To Listen, I still haven't eaten another one. I thought about it today, but I haven't eaten another one. It's closed in my fridge, and I will try and wait another 
two days before I eat another one. Y'all can yell at me all you yeah, want. And I asked him, I asked him beforehand if he was going to yell at me. Like, yeah, I guess that's okay. And I was like, all right, don't say that unless you fucking mean it. And then after you ate it, he was like, she didn't wait. And I was like, Joey, you're so fake. <laughs> Joey's not fucking fake. <laughs> no, he's not. And Joey is like literally the least face fake Joey person that you will ever meet in your life. There's no way that Joey could not tell the truth. But that's why that's why I was like, when when they got here, I was like, Joey, go taste the sauce. I was like, go get you a taste spoon and go taste yep. the, the spaghetti yep. sauce, which had been at that point cooking for like four hours. Yeah. And, uh, and he tasted it and he was like, Mmm, that's really good. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your salmon cakes the other day, and you're like, Joey. And he was like, I remember we were on the phone when you texted in the group chat. He was like, mm, salmon cakes. That looks amazing, or something like that. And I was like, Oh my I've God. never cooked salmon I've- cakes in my life, and I only did it because Joey made it sound so good, and it it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And not my like, favorite because I I don't really like salmon like that. But it was I pretty good. salmon ever since I was pregnant, and Joey pulled out a thing of canned salmon and had the audacity to put it on the oven and make it smell up the whole house while yeah. I was twenty weeks pregnant. <laughs> I was ready to slice his neck off. I w- I was ready to do anything. I was screaming at the top of my lungs like, "Get that pussy smell out of my house!" I never want to smell that again. That reminds me. Never will it ever be in this house again. That reminds me of that time. I remember I was sending in Marco in a a group chat that doesn't exist anymore. I was was pregnant with rain. I think, yeah, I was pregnant with rain and I was complaining about how Danny had left a pan that I had cooked chicken on the night before for dinner. He had left it out all night and didn't clean oh, it. Yeah, and pregnant. I opened the door to the bedroom when I woke up in the morning and I was like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, why would you leave that out? Like, why would you leave out a pan that got chicken cooked on it last night? You know that upsets my stomach. You know that makes me nauseous. Blah, blah, blah. And I sent a whole like 15 minute long Marco. <laughs> he knows that that bothers me. Blah, blah, blah. I love Marco Polo. Marco Polo, <laughs> if you're listening, you should sponsor us. We advertise. <laughs> they don't They don't even need to sponsor us because we talk about them so much. They'd be like, we what's do. the point of paying them? I would do that. I, a bitch. We're gonna have Marco Polo for like the rest of our lives because I just it's so comp it's so fucking family plan. Yeah, oh you do? Can I get on it? I already put you on it, bitch. You did? Why am I I'm not following? We'll have to discuss this on Marco Polo. (laughs) I did. You told me that you canceled your Polo Plus, and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get the family plan. And I did, and I added you, Danny, and Joey to it. Yes. Maybe you and I gave and I gave David a a plus plus a plus pass l o fucking l i you must have caught me before uh i got like the notification that it was getting ready to relapse <laughs> relapse re- <laughs> do its thing or whatever like start again for the year you must have caught me before then because i never noticed the change so thank you i didn't well, know check your bank statement make sure that they didn't charge you 120 dollars or something <laughs> check your pussy <laughs> throughout all of this trauma we have been still saying pussy pussy all is well all is good in the world <laughs> trying what do you guys think about my background hold on let's hear in the comments section 
the chat thinks about the background. That's what I'm curious about. Uh, I can just give it. Look at the look at the bed set. I told them you sent me a picture of it beforehand, and I was like, that's gonna look so fucking good on the podcast. And then the come in for a spell. That's a classic. What else do you have? The oh yeah. That used to be in my kitchen. You have the tarot hand. I remember that used to be on the outside corner of your like kitchen, but it was facing. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, like in the living room, facing the living room. I love so that one. I'm glad that not- background. Oh, oh David, thanks. And I bought. Hey guys, you can't see what's on these, but there's like a little hand, and then like. Yeah. Oh wait, actually, the hand is up here, like holding a moon, and then this one has moon phases, and then this one has like a lotus on it. I bought this set from Amazon for twelve ninety nine. Oh my god! So it's so fucking cute. I cute, love it. Right? I need to paint in here, and then listen. I should just make it like an Amazon storefront. This oh is god. a duvet cover from Amazon, along with I have to. Oh, along with the matching pillowcases they came with the duvet cover i love it so this whole room is fucking amazon except for like this stuff yeah all that stuff yeah i love it so much i'm so glad you're fucking i've got a a, oh you know what i can show you here too i've got a tapestry here wait that's also from amazon desk where the little pad is or whatever oh yeah i can it's unless you have stuff on your desk no, I just have my beer and my snot rag. Oh, oh, oh. Bag. so let's see. La la. There's a little mouse pad. Yes. This is from Amazon too. Oh my god, cute, so right? But it's like a full desk mouse pad. So I love it cool. so much, and it's squishy, right? It's got like rubber, yeah. with, like fabric over it. It's not like a stupid mouse, a uh, cloud wrist support that katie was so oh my god i didn't even realize that you were making a, a jab at me until like after, three seconds after that and i was like yeah yeah fuck those cloud wrists no <laughs> i fucking want one and it's a matter what of a fact, waste of 20 dollars because you're just being mean and you know it'll be fucking brown in two weeks oh god here she goes brown. oh like, pussy <laughs> Amazon. Y'all are probably going to see what's in our fucking Amazon list. Hello. Sign in. No, I can't. Okay. Cloud fucking cloud fucking wrist wrist. Wrist rest. rest. Okay. This wrist. Oh! Oh my god. Look at that shit. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Morg Fairy <laughs> said I'm going to send you guys some wall hanging. Oh my god. Yes. Please. <gasps> Do. oh we love that oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah i'll put something in the background of mine too i gotta no, make I, I think she's talking about like links and stuff i don't know whatever oh. whatever it is just send it my way because i'm trying no to way. decorate my house where is oh I my move. god there's a fucking mouse pad one do you see how hard i'm rolling my 42.99 caitlin that is a waste of fucking money you know what you know what that reminds me of your pink furry chair waste of fucking money my fucking chair that i'm sitting on right now how fucking dare you don't talk Are about you me. really don't i told you got rid of like <laughs> I'm literally wearing Joy's boxers right now. Forgive me. Look at how matted down. 
fucking wet this thing looks. It, it, it's so disgusting. I, I Who can't... buys a fuzzy chair? Listen, I wasn't going to say anything because you didn't ask me before you bought it. It just showed up at your house and you were like, <laughs> look at me putting together my podcast <laughs> chair. Okay. And I'm like, looks yeah, you invested really podcast money Good into that buying chair. <laughs> Good job, Katie. Good job is it comfortable? It's not comfortable. It feels like cardboard folded in half, and it you can even feel the pole sticking up in with the disc on it that's holding the chair up. I can feel it in my ass. I'm like princess in the sea with this fucking furry chair. You need a gamer chair like this. Oh, I know. I want the pink one with the kitty cat ears. I tried to get that one, but it wasn't gonna get delivered until like uh like May something. So I was like, oh. no, fuck it. I need a chair now. So I just got the all black one. But I I did almost get the the black and pink like pastel pink one. Oh, Danny would have really liked that too. Yeah, and I was I've been trying to make the room like both him and I cuz for those of you who don't know, uh Danny is like pastel goth and me, yeah. I'm just like full blown black everything, black everything, black everything. Yeah. Danny's like pastel lavender, pastel pink. Uh, yeah. Pastel green. That's and I'm like black. <laughs> no comments. This no all intensity all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, do you have anything else that you wanted to tell them about everything that's been going on? I just want to say that I'm I'm really glad that you guys have stuck around. Um, yeah, and I'm so, and you know I I was actually telling Danny the other day, I think yesterday I was like I feel like I've been gone from the podcast for so long because you know I took my maternity leave, so I had my last baby. And I feel like I was gone for a while, like uh, during the last part of my pregnancy and then right after I had her. And I feel like I had just gotten back to the podcast. That's what yeah. it feels like that I had just gotten back. Yeah. And then this happened and I was like, there's no way that I can sit in front of a camera right now. I know. I know. So yeah. I want to, Katie, thank you for holding stuff down and still doing it. And I want you guys to know that I'm, I'm still just as much in this as Katie is. And it's unfortunate that my, my life has been a spiral, you know, but I'm, I'm really appreciative of everybody that watches and listens. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you guys have gotten us through some really tough shit. And because we have something that we can hang on to that is outside of ourselves because we yeah. have people that listen and watch every single week mm-hmm. and it's really important to us and we love to be here. Also, if there's anything that you guys want to talk about, anything that you see on Reddit, anything that you see on yeah. TikTok, whatever, Instagram, YouTube, you're more than welcome to DM us, yes. whether it be on Instagram, TikTok. Um, I think I really think we should create a subreddit soon. I agree. Can you before somebody else says, um, I, I have to make you. another Reddit account. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to make another one. Uh, which means I'd I would have, have to, to... Like two rules. One, 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 two. What? Yeah, I'd have to make another email. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure out the logistics. Whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, if you see any stories on Reddit. Yeah. TikTok, Instagram, send them our way. 
Uh, If there's any topics that you want to hear about, let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, If you could leave a comment or a review anywhere that you're watching, if you enjoyed the podcast, that would be awesome. We've got merch. Yes. Uh, Haven't updated that in a while, but you know, there's options. There's still options. Oh, I'm actually wearing our bite me shirt right now. Oh yeah. True, true, true. Turn around. It says bite me two boobs podcast. I don't think you can see cute. It. It's cute. And it's got our little logo on the boobie, you know? On the titty. This one this one's a crop top hoodie. It's pretty fun. We got the regular hoodies though too. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for supporting us. We Seriously. love you. It's been the best. This community is amazing. That is I it. love you guys. I love you all. I love you, ho. I, I love, love you guys. Bye guys. Bye.